For many years, my formula has been to love yourself, move your body, and to watch portion size. But the number one thing is to love yourself and value yourself, no matter what you've been through. Richard Simmons. Hi everyone, welcome to Honey Butter Ramblings, a coming-of-age lifestyle podcast brought to you by Bailey and Anne. Join us Wednesday evenings for ramblings on professional development, outdoor adventures, creative projects, and more. Hello, Ramblers. This week, we are focusing on maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Whether you're a young adult in the workforce or still in school, sticking to a healthy routine can sometimes be really hard. It's easy to put exercise, eating healthy, and self-care at the bottom of the to-do list as the work and school projects pile up. Today, we will be sharing our favorite self-care and exercise routines, what our diets look like, and other tips to motivate you to maintain a healthy lifestyle. If you guys haven't read Bailey's blog post on self-care, go take a peek. Self-care and self-love are very important and often forgotten, too. As young adults, it's very easy to focus all your energy into work and forget to take care of yourself. Late nights, fast food, and skipping workouts can easily become your new routine. Oh, me. (laughs) Um, Anyways, yeah, exactly. And... The less self-love you have, the more likely you are to slip into that unhealthy routine. So go check out the blog post for some tips that'll make self-care a piece of cake. And then stay tuned for tomorrow's blog post around healthy eating for man. Yep. And speaking of cake, this is one of my favorite self-care treats. Nothing like a delicious piece of cake, some hot cocoa, and a good book or movie to wind down after a stressful day. (laughs) As much as I love cake, though, I've got to say that my favorite self-care routine is reading in a hot bubble bath, putting on a face mask, exfoliating all that dead skin with a vanilla buddy scrub, and then cozying up under my comforter and reading until I fall asleep. Sadly, I don't have a bath anymore, so I have to replace that part with a hot shower, but it still feels nice. Now, realistically, I can only do this routine about once a week, so I usually do it on Sunday so that I feel relaxed and ready to take on the new work week. Oh, I love bubble baths too. That was going to be mine. Uh, my favorite self-care routine, though, other than like a bubble bath with like a, ooh, with like a lush bath bomb, those are the best. And you get all like soft and cozy. You can shave. It's great. And then you get into bed under like cozy new sheets with like a heated blanket and like a candle going. Oh, that's the best. And I'll put my fan on as well. I have a heated blanket plus a fan. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but the ambiance for it is great. Um, but anyways, Other than that, my favorite self-care routine is probably just taking a couple hours a week to just kind of uncheck and unplug from everything, Um, you know, whether that's enjoying a treat or going for a hike or just taking time to be me and to really reflect on what's going on with my week can help me be recharged and ready to go for the coming week. Ah, that sounds really nice. That routine definitely gives me some, like, self-love vibes. Anyways, next up is our exercise routines. What is your go-to workout, Bailey? So back in college, or at least, like, the end of college, I was running 5Ks pretty regularly. Okay, running and walking 5Ks. Don't at me. Um, But And then doing weights and core as well. Um, And that routine is definitely easier to keep up you know, during the summer and when it's light out and when I was in college because I had more free time. Now, when I have to get up at 6 a.m. to work out because I have to work all day and then I don't get home till 6 p.m., it's a lot more difficult. So for all you young professionals, I feel you. I know it's super hard. Um, So now in the mornings, I probably do, when I have time, about two miles. 
um, whether that's on the treadmill or the elliptical. Um, and then in the afternoon or evening, I'll try to do weights and some core. I'm especially trying to fit core back into my schedule because I know that's super important as a woman. And then I really, for the new year, I want to get into some spin classes. I'm trying to find some cheap ones. There are no cheap ones and my work doesn't offer like a gym membership thing. So I'm like trying to figure out what, what I can do there. So if anyone has any like good places they go for spin classes or yoga, would love to know some more. We I did do core power yoga for a little bit. I really like that, but again, too expensive. So I'm just trying to get back into running and doing weights on a regular basis. Oh, I totally feel you. Like classes are so, so expensive. Like I was doing Orange Free at one point, which is an amazing, but it's so expensive. Can't afford that. <laughs> right? Same. I had to I had to cancel my subscription. Plus I moved here, so I had to cancel anyways. Does Canada not have Orange Theory? They do, but since it's a different country, if you want to continue, you have to like cancel the one in the U.S. and then re-sign um, in Canada because it's probably different, like a slightly different contract. I don't know. Waste of time. Right? It was too expensive anyway, so I was like, nah, never mind. I really want to find kickboxing classes, but those are also expensive. Life is expensive honestly what about you what do you do for your routine um right now i'm currently focusing on improving my running distance so i've been running 10ks about four to five times per week oh my gosh i'm also working on getting more ab muscles so i've been doing core exercises every day uh i usually change up the core exercises i do by following different core workout videos on youtube right now i'm loving vicky just these videos they are really fun to follow, and she is amazing. Like, I, her body is my goals. Um, I definitely recommend checking out her channel because she has a ton of workout videos for all different areas of your body. So, like, your back, your arms, your butt, your thighs. Um, but anyways, on the days I'm not running, I usually do some, like, relaxing yoga to stretch out my muscles or if I'm feeling spontaneous and have some money I'll search for kickboxing pilates or like other classes like we were talking about those can be a lot of fun and they're great for full body workouts uh, I think it's always a good idea to change up your workout routine once in a while so that it doesn't get too boring you know now you also might be thinking oh your exercise routines are great but when the heck am I going to find the time to do them me, me, right? <laughs> Obviously, everyone has different schedules like me and Bailey and bed and wake up times too. But honestly, if you just make exercising one of your priorities, then you will be able to find a time for it. I guarantee it. Also, our workout routines are about an hour or more, but yours doesn't have to be. Even exercising like 20 to 30 minutes a day will make you a healthier person. To give you guys examples of how different schedules can still fit workouts in, we'll share when we do our workouts so Bailey you said morning and afternoons right yeah I try to do like so if it's like before work it's about 6 six fifteen to like six thirty ish is when I'll work out and that can usually only be about a 45 minute workout max so I'll usually just like run or walk um and then do like weights and core um in the afternoon because I literally don't have time because then I gotta like you know shower do breakfast and drive to work and that and like that plus the train is like a 45 minute commute so it's just it's a lot different and like in college it was easier because I could work out at like 8 a.m and still feel refreshed and like sleep a lot um 
So that's, yeah, or it'll be after work if I have enough motivation. And with the natural sunlight, like that helped me a ton. Like during the summer, I could be up at 5.30 and ready to work out. And I could, you know, be ready to work out at 8 p.m. as well because it was still light out. Now that it's like dark until 8 a.m. and then it gets dark at like 4 p.m. because who thought that was a good idea? It's really hard for me to stay motivated after work to work out. So if I don't get it in the morning, like it's probably not going to happen. Um, but during the weekends, I definitely try to diversify my routines and the times that I'm working out. Um, usually on Saturdays, I'll do like a long hike with my family or I'll ski, walk, just anything to really get moving, even if it's kind of like a less intense routine that I'm doing during the week. And that can be any time of day. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what I do. It's just like, it, re it does depend. Uh, and it is difficult sometimes, especially with, like I said, the winter months. But what about you? What time do you work out? Um, I usually work out in the evening, but I totally get your um your point on natural light. Like it's so much harder to work out when it's dark. I'm like I'll be coming home from work and I'll see that it's dark out and I'll feel so unmotivated. And I wanna be cozy. <laughs> right? Just wanna sit down and watch some Netflix. But I still manage to go to the gym and do my running around like 5.30, depending on when I get home. But yeah, I, I would love to do them in the morning, but I'm more of a night owl. So I usually don't go to bed until like 11 or later, Oof. which I'm actually trying to change because I still have to get up early. I can't do that. I like 10 p.m. is usually my max unless I'm like out with friends. I know. Uh, I wish I could get like, I wish I could naturally fall asleep at 10 p.m. I just, it's really hard for me. But I really want to change that because I still have to get up at like 6.30 or 7 in the morning. So that doesn't give me much time to sleep. But even though it's like 6.30 or 7, it's still pretty early. I just don't have the time to fit in that workout before I feel that. work since, yeah, it's long. <laughs> but as you guys can see, it doesn't really matter whether you're a morning person or a night owl. If you really want to work out, you'll find the time. True, very true. A good way to motivate yourself too is to make time to work out like in your calendar, like actually physically write workout in your calendar or your digital Google calendar or your Apple or whatever it is. Um, scheduling time to work out can make it seem more important. Um, it kind of is like scheduling an appointment or meeting, which you wouldn't just skip. Like, I mean, at least in my mind when I see that, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be at the gym right now. And by carving out that specific hour or 45 minutes or whatever it is, it keeps everything else from like not booking that time so no one else will take up that time from you so you really can devote that specific amount of time to working out and for me like I noticed like if I skip that once I'm gonna skip it all so like you got to kind of hold yourself to that routine start off the week strong you know if I can get my Monday and Tuesday you know strong then like it'll be easier to finish off the rest of the week Whereas if I don't start my workout routines until Wednesday, it's going to be a rough week. And I know last week with the holiday, I was totally not motivated. I, I ran Monday and Tuesday and I skied like the rest of the week, but I was just like shot. I was like, it's not happening, not going to do it. But that's because I was out of my routine. You know, I was on break. So sticking to a routine can really help your body to be in that groove and feel like you're doing what you need to be doing. Um, but for me, really putting that in my calendar helps a lot. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, I love scheduling my workout time because once it's down on paper or on my phone, I feel committed to following through and then I feel a little guilty if I don't work out. So 
Remember, ramblers, it's important to exercise at least three to four times a week, but it's also important to listen to your body. If you're feeling under the weather, take a break, or if you're on vacation, maybe take a break too. Don't push yourself too hard because that will have the opposite effect and it will weaken you. If you miss a couple workouts here and there, don't beat yourself up about it either. Like Exercise is a big part of keeping a healthy lifestyle, but your diet is an even bigger part. After all, it's about 80% diet and 20% exercise, right? Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> having a good diet, though, is super important. Uh, and it's, it's like a huge part of having a healthy lifestyle. And a lot of people tend to forget that. I mean, you can run all you want. You can do all the weights you want. But, you know, if you're eating poorly, it's going to have the same effects. You're not going to lose weight. I mean, you're not going to gain, but you're not going to lose. and You're not going to get stronger. And a lot of times people will think that having a healthy diet is super expensive and like time consuming, but if done right, eating healthy can actually cost you less in the long term. And it really doesn't take a lot of time, especially if you're meal prepping and like thinking through your meals for the week. Um, it's also way better for the environment, just saying. And my blog post tomorrow will be all about that. I'll have some hard facts on why it's better for the environment to be vegetarian. I know, I'm trying to move there. I switched to vegan butter per Anne's request, and I'll occasionally do these vegan chicken tenders, but I can't find them in the store anywhere. And you gotta tell me where these are. I can't find them anymore. I looked at Target, look at Safeway, I can't find them. But anyway, oh. yeah, um, just even if you're switching to like one little thing, it really can make a big difference, not just in the environment, but in your body as well. Um, but there's a thousand quick and easy, healthy recipes out there for busy people. But yeah, I mean, Anne's really helped me to like see that and kind of like adjust my lifestyle slowly but surely towards being healthier and choosing options for that are better for the environment overall but Anne can tell you more about that yeah that will be all on the blog post tomorrow and don't worry i won't be too pushy i know how that can be annoying a lot of the tips will also like relate for people that aren't vegetarian <laughs> anyways there's also like meal planning for helping people um save money and to make it like less time consuming if you don't have too much time or like motivation to cook during the week which i totally understand because that happens to me every, like every night um but i definitely recommend cooking lots of food during the weekend and then putting it in a tupperware so that you can just kind of reheat it throughout the week or if you like the idea of meal planning but you also don't want to eat the same thing every day then you can choose to cook more often than once a week like once every other day maybe. I personally cook every night, but since I'm at work during the day, I'll cook a big dinner and bring the leftovers to work for my lunch. So that way I don't have to like cook for my lunch. Nice. Yeah, bringing your lunch to work or school is another great way to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Like I'll often bring carrots and grapes to my work and my coworkers make fun of me because they're like, wow, carrots and grapes again. But I'm a simple person and like by forcing myself to like bring that and eat that for lunch like at least it's a healthier option than maybe something i would choose if i didn't bring it but also like packing your own lunch can save you a ton of money and you're more likely to eat something healthy like i said um you know i'm still trying to force myself into like this carrots and grapes thing some days are harder than others especially when there's like cookies in the office but um, packing your own lunch saves a lot of money um so Anne, what do you typically eat in a day or a week or like what's what's your go-to well Kind of hard because since I usually cook every night, my meals change a lot. But I usually stick to like vegetarian things like vegetables, fruits, rice, pasta, quinoa, tofu, fake meat. Surprisingly good. Surprisingly tastes like meat too. 
Um, but <laughs> during the week, I'll usually cook some vegetables with like either some proteins like fake meat or carbs like pasta, which is the best. <laughs> On the weekends, I'll usually try out some like vegetarian recipes that take a little bit more time. I always try to eat very healthy and like nutritious meals, but of course, I like to indulge in some less healthy meals or dessert once in a while too. And I think everyone should indulge in some treats, as long as it's in moderation. I have a rule that I'll only order takeout or like eat out once a week. Obviously, sometimes there are work or social events that force you to eat out, but in those cases, I'll just skip the takeout and restaurants the following week or work out more, something like that. <laughs> Even when I eat out though, I'll still try to be healthy while keeping my taste buds happy. For instance, I'll usually make sure that there are vegetables in whatever I order, or I'll order a like healthy entree, but then treat myself to a very nice piece of dessert. Yeah, definitely check out Anne's blog post. Anne is obviously much further along in like the 100% healthy eating process. I, on the other hand, and probably like many of you, where it's like maybe four or five days of the week, I do really well. And then there's a couple days where I'm like, you know what? I deserve this. But anyways, um, for me, I still eat pretty healthy, but I have a big sweet tooth. And that's a problem that I do got to work on. Um, but my diet usually consists of, um, in the mornings I was doing like eggs and toast or eggs and fruit. Um, the last couple of weeks I've actually switched to protein shakes, which I'm trying to like get myself used to. You know, I'll put like some bananas, some strawberries. I still do skim milk. I'm trying to switch to almond milk and then I'll do like some protein powder. And then I do put Nesquik in it. Again, trying to switch to maybe some chocolate protein powder. But baby steps, right? Baby steps. And then at night I usually do salmon and some kind of vegetable like green beans or broccoli, um, some rice. And if I'm not doing that, I'll usually do like a rice bowl. Where I'll make like chicken, rice, zucchini, mushrooms, green onions, regular onions. Um, and then occasionally on the weekends, I'll eat pasta or like red meat or like maybe something not like as healthy. But that's usually only if I'm going home or if I'm going out with friends. But yeah, I'm definitely like slowly but surely trying to get into that mode of eating things that are better for the environment and then also like better for me. Like the protein shakes are finally like I'm finally in a mood where like I can actually drink them and not gag. So, so we're getting there. Nice. I like protein shakes. That's what I eat um, for breakfast too. Like I'll either do a protein shake or a smoothie if I have like time to blend it all. But I do like I've gotten used to the vanilla and almond milk protein shakes, but I like the like little nutty flavor from the almond and vanilla. But I do think you're making great steps with like just doing powder and like um, Nesquik because that's a great way to overcome that taste if you don't like it because chocolate is delicious. Chocolate is delicious. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's wonderful. But also, it's, you mentioned like pasta is like a little unhealthier, which is true. Regular like pasta, it's a lot of carbs. But nowadays, they make like really good pasta that's a lot healthier. And it's actually it tastes almost as good as pasta. And like there's they just put a lot of vegetables in it. Are you that zucchini noodle fan? Are you a are you a zoodle? Well, that too. But I was thinking more like more towards pasta like actual pasta but different ingredients i'm not sure how to explain it you know what i'll look it up and i'll put it in the blog post tomorrow there you go <laughs> now that we've covered the three main categories of a healthy lifestyle self-care exercising and a good diet we're going to give you some more tips on how to easily incorporate those into your life like for instance a common problem with exercising on a treadmill or an elliptical 
is that you get bored very easily. Running 10Ks, it means that I'm on the treadmill for 50 minutes, followed by a 10-minute cool-down walk. And running on a treadmill looking at the same view for an hour can get very, very boring. So I just use this time to catch up on my Netflix shows or movies. I've actually found that shows or movies in a different language really take my mind off because I'm so focused on the subtitles in the show that I kind of just lose track of time. Like I'm just running and running and suddenly I've like reached the 10th kilometer. But one show that I'm really loving right now is Good Morning Call on Netflix. I know it's on Netflix Canada. I'm assuming it'll be on Netflix US, but I'm not sure. Um, anyways, it's Japanese, so I have to read the subtitles, but it's such a cute and funny show. And if you like those kind of shows where there's like, there's romance, there's a lot of um, comedic moments, uh, you will definitely get so wrapped up in it that you won't see the time fly. So what is the tip you have, Bailey, for taking your mind off the clock or making exercising a little easier? Well, I'll tell you, when I figure it out, I will let you know. <laughs> I mean, I think, <laughs> honestly, for me, especially with adjusting to full-time work after college, it's like, if I can just get myself on the treadmill, even if it's just to walk, at least it's something. I try to tell myself, like, anything you do is better than nothing. And if I can get myself walking, it's a lot easier to get myself running and into that longer routine. Um, but yeah, if I can just, if I can get to the treadmill, then we're doing good. I also do uh, Netflix, which really helps right now. I'm in the Game of Thrones and it's it's good to do like longer workouts to, for me for like watching shows. Like I'll do like long workouts with that because it's easy to distract me. If I'm trying to just do like a quick two mile run in the morning because I don't have a lot of time, I'll just do like some pump up tunes, some really good playlists um, and just like run to that. But actually for me, the biggest thing that keeps me motivated is Fitbit challenges. So I have a Fitbit, like, if you're not from Colorado, you probably are like, what is that? That sounds lame. It's a fitness tracker. Um, but like, I have friends and family and my boyfriend and my dad who have one. So I'll challenge them. And like, nothing keeps me more motivated than like wanting to beat someone and not look like a mini. So like, for me, like trying to do that was really good and used to have a Fitbit. So that was always fun to challenge her. But now she's like switched to like a different brand. So it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I think for me, like I'm a competitive person. So if somebody else sees that I'm weak, I'm much more likely to keep running and keep going versus if it's just me in the gym alone. That's so true. Like if I'm on a treadmill and someone joins me on the under treadmill and they start going fast, I'll be like, huh, I'm going to increase the speed, even though I still have five more kilometers. I'm just going to. Just increase it a little bit. Definitely. So then what about a healthy diet, Anne? What do you do about that? Um, well, a lot of times I do get like asked um, if being a vegetarian gets boring now that I can't eat meat and fish and a lot of other things. But honestly, I haven't had too much trouble with that. Um, there are so many vegetables and fruits and like other vegetarian things out there that you can still have a very diverse, healthy diet. Some vegetables that are often forgotten are like the root vegetables, like turnips, rutabaga, beets, sweet potatoes, and yams, which I guess is kind of the same thing. Um, most of those do have like a particular taste to them that many people don't like, but sometimes you just have to be creative and try recipes that make them taste more to your liking. And don't forget, there are also so many different kinds of beans and lentils, which are pretty yummy. Uh, the only thing is that you have to be willing to look for and try new things. For instance, I was never a big pepper fan before becoming vegetarian. Like, I just didn't like the taste of them. I don't know, they were bitter to me. But 
I was getting tired of just eating zucchini and mushrooms. Oh, I love zucchini. Right? I love zucchini and mushrooms. <laughs> but I was getting a little tired of them. So I figured I'd give them a tr- I'd give peppers a try with a recipe I'd never done. Lo and behold, I really like them. I think this can apply to like all the different foods out there, like all the different vegetables that many people usually forget because they're not like popular vegetables or they're not like showcased in grocery stores, but sometimes they are actually cheaper, just saying. (laughs) And sometimes it's not the ingredient you don't like, it's the way it's cooked. So just try everything. What about you, Bailey? That's super helpful. Maybe that's why I don't like some things. Yeah, try different recipes. <laughs> I know, I really should. I have a cookbook and it's easier when my boyfriend was here because we could cook and try different things together. And he's actually the one who got me hooked on like these vegetable and rice bowls. But to keep like my diet diverse is kind of like you said, like I'll get bored of things. And then like, so I'll try to add something new. Like this month it's been protein shakes. Over the summer it was like those rice bowls or it was schnitzel. Like I'll, I'm a very like creature of habit. And so like, I can literally eat like the same thing for like a week. And like for me, like if it's something healthy, like a rice bowl, like I'm chilling. But um, trying to like add, yeah, diversify my diet by like adding new things in when I do get bored helps a lot. Um, And then like now that I'm like a full adult, just like kind of learning how to cook in general helps keep it diverse. Like once I figured, like when I figured out finally how to cook salmon, like I was all about cooking salmon. Or like when I finally learned how to make, you know like zucchinis and onions like really good then like i was like all about that so i think i think it's like what you said just kind of experimenting and keep adding new things even if it's baby steps um and i finally bought a blender last week it's going great like <laughs> we're getting there nice i'm proud <laughs> of you i know and like i seem to remember you weren't a big fan of zucchinis when we were younger <laughs> no we were I, but i i tried them this summer man they're pretty good at least in my rice bowls <laughs> Yum. I'm glad you like them now. <laughs> I also eat mushrooms. I'll have you know. I eat mushrooms now. I know. I, I, I remember that from the summer. I'm very proud because I love mushrooms. If anyone doesn't know, like, I'm an ext- I was an extremely picky eater. Like, I hate tomatoes. I hate french fries. I don't like potatoes. Like, there's a lot of things both healthy and unhealthy that I just don't like and won't eat. So, like, as a full adult, I'm getting a lot better at, like, trying new things and realizing that I actually do, like, a lot more than I thought I did. So we're getting there. So thank you for everyone who's been patient with me. Like, Jenny, if you're listening, I don't just eat chicken tenders. <laughs> That's true. You have come a long way. Progress. All right. Well, ramblers, our last tip is to keep tempting unhealthy food away. The easiest way to not find yourself eating chips in the middle of the night is to just not have them in the house. You'll be less likely to eat junk food if it is not in close proximity and I guarantee your laziness to leave the house will be greater than your desire to eat junk food. That is so true. Literally, if it's not in my house, I'm totally fine. If it's in my house, I will consume the entire sheet of cookies. Same. I feel that. Like, if I have, like, a small pint of ice cream in, in the freezer, there's a good chance I'm eating all of that. In one night, because you're like, you know what? It's been a rough day. I deserve this. Right? You know what? And once I've finished eating it, it won't be here anymore, so it won't be a problem. Exactly. The sooner I get rid of it, the sooner I can go back to eating healthy. Right. Exactly. So, as you can see, Ramblers, like, even though we're pretty healthy, we also have those moments where we just eat whatever we want. Well, yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening. 
Um, hopefully this gives you some tips, like no matter where you're at in your journey, if you're at the beginning, kind of like I am, if you're towards the end, like Anne is, like just keep in mind, like anything you do, anything you add can be helpful. Like even if it's 10 minutes of walking, even if it's one new vegetable, whatever it is, try to incorporate it because in the end, if you're doing it for you and it's making you a better you, and especially with like 2019 approaching and all those like New Year's resolutions, like be the best you, man. Add that bell pepper. Try that protein shake. Right. Exactly. Like baby steps. That's how I got here. Like I've been trying to get healthier since, I don't know, like years ago, like before high school. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> right. It takes time, but you will get there. I promise you. <laughs> all right, Ramblers. Well, thank you so much for listening. And definitely tune in next week because we have some exciting topics when it comes to the holiday. We're going to be doing like some gift guides, some traditions, some bucket lists for what to conquer during your break. Uh, and it'll be really great. So we hope you'll have a happy holiday season and we will see you next week. Bye, Ramblers. Bye.